Oh, man, you know it's the holidays, man. People don't know how to act when it's the holidays. <laughs> so today, right, you know, long story short, I'm at work. You know, I'm just chilling because it's, it's, it's dead. So I'm outside enjoying some fresh air. And, bro, I'm walking, man. And next thing you know, I just hear these two ladies fighting. They arguing loud as hell in the parking lot. So, you know, I'm looking. Like, you know, nowadays when people fight, you got to keep your distance. Because you don't know what's going to escalate. So you don't, you don't, wanna you just, don't want nobody shooting. Nah, for super real. Social distance. So they just going right. at it, going at it. Oh, you took my spot, bitch. You fucked that, that, that. So they arguing <laughs> over a parking spot. Huh? So about 15 minutes in, they just getting louder and louder. One little young chick, she like, oh, I'm not fucking moving, da-da-da. And the older lady, she like, hey, if you don't get the fuck out of my car, she like, well, shut your door then. Nah, bitch, I ain't shutting shit. Get out, bitch, get out. Yo, so this shit getting crazy, oh. right? So they going at it for about like 25 minutes, I swear damn near. So finally, I'm like, dear God, please don't let a nigga get shot today just because I'm trying <laughs> to do something good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just don't want nothing to escalate. So, you know, I walk over there. I keep it clear. I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on here? It's not worth it. You know, walk away, drive off, blah, blah. These motherfucking bitches ain't trying to hear shit. They going crazy, my nigga. They, oh, man, bitch, fuck you. Da, da, da. Shut the door. I beat your ass. And she going in on this lady like, bitch, fuck you. Fuck them boots you wearing. She was wearing these, Ooh. like, tall boots to her yeah. knees. She was like, bitch, you Pirates of the Caribbean wearing boot-ass bitch. Like, she was going into the point Ooh. where I'm like, oh, this shit, this bitch different over here. So I'm like, I'm trying not to laugh because this shit funny, especially when she said, bitch, you look like you got some Captain America boots on. Oh. And my, I'm just, you better, I'm just, Hey, you better bro. than Sheem. Sheem would have caused everybody to get bro. shot. So I'm just like, I'm, I kept my distance a little bit because, you know, I heard that she had a taser in her hand. When she had the taser, I'm like, yo, it could get crazy. Yeah. But, but the other lady, the older lady had kids in her car. So oh. I was kind of like, yo, you know, let me go stop this oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So but then her daughter gets out and her daughter mm. comes out. Funny thing is her daughter is in like this red dress. Look like she about to hit the, the club, club for pretty much. Yeah. So her daughter said something. I was like, why don't you just leave? Da, da, da. And she was like, shut the fuck up, you slut. She was like, I'm only 16. Her mom was like, why are you talk to a young girl like that? You so disrespectful. You garbage ass bitch. <laughs> Oh, yo, wow. they going ham. You ain't yo, hit them with the, the you two all hoes got to get out this Bro, parking lot. I said that's pretty much what I said. So I'm telling chick like, yo, what you here for? <laughs> one chick like, I'm just trying to go in here and get get a, a piece for my car. And then I asked the one chick, what she here for? She was like, y'all stupid. I asked the one chick, she's like, I'm here, I'm here to pick up my husband. He work here and that so I'm waiting for him. So I'm just like, yo, why don't you go inside? Why don't you, lady, why don't you just move? They both prideful as a motherfucker. Didn't want to budge. So the one chick like, I'm not going in because that bitch going to scratch up my car or some shit, and I ain't having it. So I was like, you know what? You just go in the store. I'll sit here next to your car and make sure no shit don't happen. Long story short. So, uh, I mean, she come out the store. Everything kind of good. You know, they still, this nigga chef, they still throwing their little security. shots. Okay, they still throwing their shots and shit. But the funny part is, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, this ain't the end of it. It might sound like I'm capping, right? But I got this shit on video. So you we can definitely, we, I, I recorded this shit. We could play this uh, shit. Not on here. We're going to do this off mic, nah, bro. Nah, let's play this shit. This shit's funny. You got to hear it. We could at least play a clip of it. All right, we about to pull it plug up. Plug me in. Plug me in. Plug me in. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. The adapter. Oh, yeah, well, I ain't got it. I mean, I could play it out loud. You can probably hear it on my mic. Yeah, just play it onto right, your mic. It's, man. I got to see this shit. Hold on. But you see, you want to see it, too. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Only because I got to. We'll see drop you. it on the pod page. I got to see you in character, bro. Yeah, yeah, you this stupid. You stupid. All right, hold on, hold on. Top flight security of the world. You two old hoes got to get out this pocket lot. 
pretty much. Pretty Y'all can't much. be selling pussy in this parking lot. <laughs> Oh shit. It's definitely some Mama Sutas. It's not worth it. Fuck you, bitch, and fuck you, and fuck your no ass, and fuck your cowboy fucking bitch. Oh my god. Chef trying to protect the parking lot. This is hilarious. I know this nigga was laughing the whole time. I could tell. What the hell? Hey, yo. Crazy, right? Damn. She's a fucking garbage ass bitch. A garbage ass bitch. Garbage ass bitch. Anyways, man, this, that shit got real, bro. Just let y'all know I wasn't capping about none of that, boy. But people be tripping around these holidays, well, man. Shout out yeah. to you. That's Watch yourself crazy. around these holidays, man. Avoid these ignorant people, man. Just stay out of the way. Sometimes it's just best to walk away, man, because it ain't worth it. Especially over no parking spot. God damn it. Yeah. I ain't trying to lose my life for no parking spot. You get me? Yeah, them ladies had to be going through their little time of the month or something. They both well, was she me, spicy. Though. She said, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck them cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, at that point, bro, I was just like, God damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Hilarious, yo. Hilarious. That's a crazy situation to stumble into. Yeah, no, that man. is wild. But you gotta be careful, man. It's a lot. So of shit after this, you on. just went back to work like nothing happened. Like hell yeah. And then fuck around. I was sitting, I was sitting outside of work in a in a beach chair. Not a, well, yeah, it's a beach chair, just chilling. Yeah. And a camping chair or whatever, and it just escalated. And I leave my chair and I go help out, and then I leave, get home later, and be like, God damn, I forgot my chair. <laughs> And left that shit, man. Went back to work. Shit was gone. Yeah, was one gone. of them grabbed it, too. It <laughs> what? Fuck that nigga, too. <laughs> Went back and picked up the chair. That's crazy. When this nigga can't sit later, he gonna think of me. Yeah. Shout out to you, though. You um, you did do the right thing. Try, try to. <laughs> hey, ain't nobody get tased. And ain't nobody fighting. Ain't man. nobody got blazed. Did you stress it? Why? I like count money, I like how I feel I like time. Come on. I like getting pussy, I like how I feel Let's set the vibe. I like getting hit, I like how I feel time. She look me in my eye, at me how I feel to me. I ain't stressed, I ain't stressed. Look me in my eyes, bitch. Stress, I ain't stressed. I refuse. 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 I
I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reality Bites. Today, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Shane the Dream, and we are also joined by Chef Baby. What it do? Yeah, yeah. I'm hitting bitches at the shows. I be on the road, and when I drop this new LP, my shit is going gold. I got a girl named Reese, and she freaky. Got a body and an ass big like it's pinky. Handcuffed to the bed, man. This bitch is kinky. I be smoking on the gas, loud shit be stinky. And I'm really from the streets, but I'm making hits. Interview, I had to tell him this. Hard. Yeah, tell him this. I like count money, I like how I feel time. Hey. I like hey. getting pussy, I like how I feel hey. time. Hey. I like hey. getting hit, I like how I feel hey. time. Hey. She look me in my eye, and how I feel hey. to me. I ain't stressing, I ain't stressing, I ain't stressing, 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 I ain't stressing. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I do want to say, you know, I refuse to stress over half the shit that's going on. You know, shouts out to Chef being a good Samaritan and stepping in and doing what needs to be done. Knowing myself, I probably would have done the same in the same situation. But outside of, you know, those moments where you feel compelled to step in and do what needs to be done, I refuse to stress, bro. I see a lot of people dealing with a lot of shit right now. And... Every day we wake up, there's another person who is dealing with thoughts or taking action with self-deletion. You know, rest in peace to Twitch. Who, mm-hmm. for, sure. for those who follow the dance community, he's somebody mm-hmm. who is very integral and has been integral for a, a, a decade at the very least. Whether it be, you know, the Step Up movies or seeing him do what he did with the Ellen DeGeneres show and mm-hmm. being a... A major DJ, like world recognized face and name. Um, you know, he was a father. He was a, a husband, a a leader of men, uh, somebody who is a great soul and and de- defined by a lot of people that know him as a beautiful person. With situations like that, and waking up day to day and seeing more and more news of like all of this you know, rough, harsh, crazy stuff that people are dealing with. I did want to make today's bell work a little bit different. So we're going to start off with a moment of silence, and then I'm going to, you know, give us the topic of the bell work.
Hold up. Bounce. Now for today's bell work. I woke up, got out my bed, it was a sunny day. Brush my teeth, clean my skin, cause I love my face. Ain't got time for all that. For today's bell work. Addressing stress, man. As a black man, if you had to describe the things in your life that you do that remove stress and give pointers on the best ways maybe some people need to try some new methods some of us need to find some new outlets things of that nature how would you tell somebody hey you know this is something that you might need to try or this this is something that you might need to look into what is something that removes stress from you we're gonna go around the room starting with chef man all right um i'm gonna say my first point is always god first take you know if you need advice talk to god if you need some answers, talk to God, because most likely he's going to be the only one that really give you the advice you need, that you really need to hear. Uh, so, you know, read that Bible if you can. Take some time. Just pray to him. Uh, on the earthly note, you know, I like going to the beach. I feel like when I go to the beach, everything just clear out. You know, I'm not thinking about nothing. It's just a peaceful environment. Um, as far as like maybe on like an everyday, I mean, of course, music, you know, music always can do that. You hear that one song and it just inspire you or lift you up um sometimes i might play a few video games you know what i mean when i just don't want to be bothered um and then i would say eat i love to eat so like but i eat a lot so go out to different restaurants just try different foods and you know that's how that's how i take my peace word word those are definitely great suggestions <coughs> sheem how you feeling man well what about you um right now i'm feeling straight man again i'm good um but to deal with stress um it's a lot of things, man. Um, honestly, get in tune with yourself, um, you know, your spirit. Um, again, like, you know, second my brother, if you, you know, follow a religion, go get in touch with God, go tap into that book if that's what you're into. If you're just a spiritual person that, or whatnot, try to tap in with your inner nature and if, get in tune with outdoors if that's what you're into or, you know, get in tune with things you like. Try to really, like, Try to remove yourself from whatever it is you are dealing with internally and externally and 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 like reflect and just try to find, you know, try to find cool things that take your mind off of that. Maybe it is video games. Maybe it is, um, you know, some people got their vices. I ain't going to tell you to go get into a vice, but if it's not one that makes you negative or bad, do your thing. Do your thing. Get away from people. Download. Don't think about nothing. Pray. Praying um, make you feel good. Um, sports, uh, workout. That's that's the things I do. I work out. I get into nature, go on long drives, different solo things. Get away from people if you got to or whatever. Put your phone on airplane mode. Um, shut down from social media if you need to. Back off um, from from social media and stuff, and and just tap into tap into yourself, man. Get to know yourself. Get quiet. Um, ground yourself. Humble yourself. I know I'm kind of rambling and shit like that, but it's just a lot of different things you could do to seek peace. I don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the honestly, gym will do you, it too. You know, yeah, you know the, gym, the gym will definitely do it. Dude, but yeah, as you know, that to me, I don't think you're rambling. That some of that advice is gonna hit somebody, bro. Yep. 
Like you did, yeah. you know, you did your damn thing. Because at the end yeah. of the day, the gym might work for you and it might work for us. But there's some people who it might be those other things that you named that give them a little bit of clarity. You know, I'm somebody who, um, for me, it's it's sometimes solitude in general that helps me. Sometimes being in that position where I am completely and totally in my space, in my solitude. It helps. It's like a chance to recharge. And I think especially when you're somebody who I can't imagine needing that and not being able to get it because you have whether it be a wife, kids, things of that nature. Like what I've noticed, and this is going to apply to some of the things that we talk about later on in the episode. As a man, one of the things that we don't share enough is the amount of ourselves that's given away when you when you get into a relationship or when you take on responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You're no longer a lot of the things that we need just to be able to survive or just to be able to feel okay and go forward get stripped away from you under the guise of, well, you're in a relationship now, so you can't be that person anymore. And one of those things is solitude. Like, you Mm -hmm. ever notice most comedians, the joke that they make about women or the leading joke that guys make when it comes to interpersonal relationships is it's usually the shut up thing. Yeah. Like, oh, what does a man need to be happy from a woman? Shut the fuck up is usually like the that's usually the one thing. Right. Yeah. And I feel like. That is the hardest. The reason why that's such a big concept is because when a woman really likes you, she wants to be involved in every second of everything that you do. Majority of women. Like when they really like you. Yeah. That's for sure. If a really if a woman really like you, a lot of times what you're saying is right if they are, you know, on the clean gear side, which isn't a negative thing when I say that word. It's, and it's not even a negative thing. You know Let's just saying? be that's you know, was, you it's, know. it's 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 that's just common. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. If it's they a, cling into you, that mean they really fuck with you. They really care about you. They but really there's a responsibility. You, so a, but there's a you know responsibility right. that comes with that for that sure. they put on you. You gotta be understanding. Where on your end, you have to be understanding and also you have to be willing to sacrifice your privacy. You have to be willing to sacrifice your solitude. For some people, that's them sacrificing their sanity. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you talk about that because... And, and you know, shout out to the women, super women who like do it all and do everything. You know, all the good mothers, mm-hmm. much love to y'all. But mm-hmm. it's funny because my my homeboy today, you know, at work, he was just like, man, you know, this is just stressful. I'm like, Yo, what's going on? He like, man, you know, you know, my my shirt not working right now, and it pissed me off because I work all day and I come home and I gotta cook for the kids and you know I gotta I gotta clean and everything. And he like, man, I'm exhausted and it's just like, bro, I, I just need peace, like. I'm tired of sitting there, have to do this every day, and why she's just there doing nothing, and she on Amazon shopping and doing things like that. I'm like, man, I, that's got to be like heavy, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it do get tired after a while, you know what I mean? And it's not in our, I feel like it's not in our nature to do everything, but I don't think it's in anybody's nature to do everything. Well, you human, and I think that's when it, it becomes an issue. Like you'll hear a lot of women complain about the very opposite like a lot of women are dating dudes that are not working that are not contributing anything to the household that are walking in and just watching them take care of the kids and watching them 
take care of the house and do all these things and even work. Like there's men that will sit there and I've heard these stories before of a woman who will go to work all day, get off work and the man will still expect her to cook for him and do X, Y, and Z or whatever. That sounds crazy. And, you know, I don't think any of us are meant to do or handle so much on our own, but also not to derail. I think this falls into the same category of imagine how much more stressed he is just by the fact that when he's at work, He's giving this job his a thousand percent. He's giving it everything he got. Then when he gets off of work, you know what he has to do? He's clocking into another job. Like I've had this conversation before, you know, with whether it be women that I've dated or even friends, when I try to pull them, pull them into the perspective of a man who actually loves you and cares about your well-being is always working. Facts. Mm-hmm. Even when he's not at work, mm-hmm. because speaking to you is work. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> definitely real. is. Speaking to you requires work, and for you know, for some women, they'll be like, "Oh, what does that even mean? How does that mm-hmm. even?" Well, let's break it down. And some of them mm-hmm. will even get extreme, get as extreme, and be like, "If speaking to me is work, is work, then you shouldn't even be with me." Then, well, here's what I mean by work. If I am actively listening, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. I was going to hold back before I said listening is even more work. But you said it. Active listening. If I am actively listening and taking in the information that you're giving me. So I don't emotionally respond. Right. Or even in general, just the fact that I'm taking in data from you, Mm -hmm. just the fact that I have to be cognizant of how I'm speaking to you. I have to be cognizant of how I address you and these different things. I can't talk to you like I talk to my homeboys. Like, I can't wild out. Like, with my homeboys, I could, for the most part, say anything. Like, niggas, because niggas don't take shit seriously. So, for the most part, let's say my homeboy tell me something stupid. I can respond to him and be like, nigga, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my motherfucking life. I can say that, and I don't have to filter that. Right. Because. He's not going to say, how could you? He's not going to, how could. It's not, it's not going to be an, uh, an entire thing. But. If it's a woman, A, and B, especially a woman who is a little bit more on the, whether it be on the sensitive side or a little bit more on just the cognizant side of she wants to be spoken to by her man a certain way, treated a certain way, this and that. All of that, there's a filter there. There's actions like talking to you about your day, especially me being the guy I am, you know, I'm I'm just going to be forthcoming. I don't ever give a fuck about what happened earlier. But I know you want me to want you. <laughs> like, it's, you it's know, real, though. You want me to care about what happened, and you want me to know what happened earlier. So I'm going to ask. I'm going to play this game because that's the game. And it's because I care. But the, the importance, right. is, the importance is not what happened. It's about how she's feeling. And I want to address what Sheem says. Sheem said it's because I care. And I'm going to be very careful because I just said two different things. I don't give a fuck, but I care. And here's what that means. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what happened to you today. As long as ain't nobody cut you or disrespect you. Exactly. As long as it ain't no like, you know, dangerous shit, this yeah. and that. I don't give a fuck what happened today. But I care. I care about how you feel. So because I care about how you feel, I'm gonna say these things and and ask these questions so that you feel heard, you feel seen. I'm gonna facilitate this environment that it takes to be able to give you what you need so that yeah. you feel comfortable right now. Don't all this shit sound like work? Everything I just described is only... I just described you speaking to your man for the first time today. That's less than like maybe 20 minutes. 
Right. Yeah. That right. whole diatribe was only 20 minutes of having a girlfriend. Yeah. And that bring me into just saying, not to derail us again, but um, talk to somebody. Rather yeah. you're in a relationship or, or not in a relationship as far as like how you deal with stress. Boy, they be holding um, that shit you, in. You should. Come all out on you and you got to ex- try should. to... That's um, fe- all of fellas it. need to talk to somebody. You should, you fellas need to talk to men somebody, and, man. Men and women, um, yeah, you know, women. if therapy don't work for you, because that was the one I was gonna say, I, it's important that I left that out because I'm somebody who who did it. I, I've been through the depression at, at the highest rate. Um, if not therapy, having you know your closest of friends that you can can confide in. But if you feel like you can't confide in your friends and what your problems is, if you can afford it, if your job affords you the opportunity. Um, seek therapy because talking to people is going to help you unload that stress that could get you from talking yourself into a, a darker path or off a ledge or, you know, leading you to some doing something that you can't come back from. You know, the the part that kills you know me is like, you know, like back in school when you had a test, but the test only had like five questions. So if you get one wrong, you basically fail. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it would be sometimes when, you, when you're talking to the opposite or especially when you're yeah. talking to a woman. It's like you're trying to retain everything, but your reaction to all five got to be on point because you mess up on one and it's like you're in a doghouse. Now she got an attitude for yeah. the whole rest of the night. So Real like shit. my question is, so if we got it, when we, we go into the doghouse, what house do women go into? The other, the female doghouse, <laughs> the female doghouse. It was, just, it was that was it a was, good one. That was a good one. <laughs> it was a trick question. <laughs> you one. tried to lie me, bro. Was, <laughs> he, he, he said that. I was gonna say it, but <laughs> I'm glad I said it. Was, he was. He was. This dude was thinking it. But uh, yeah, man, we said all that to say this. You know, one of the things that our podcast touched maybe a year and a half, two years ago, um, was the steady incline in suicide rates for black men, and mm-hmm. at this point. I think the last stat that I saw was like the increase in suicide between today and three years ago with black men has been 400%. Crazy. So at this point, hard to hear to be honest, like, you know, and definitely severe trigger warning. I know that this is a a very heavy thing to start off the pod with, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's necessary, man. When you wake up to the kind of news that we consistently wake up to and just the type of world, like at this point, we don't know what's happening next. And, to some people, this shit don't even feel like real life anymore. I'm one of them. Half this shit, I feel like I feel like one day I'm gonna wake up, and it's gonna be January 2020, and none of this shit happened. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is, that's an ill Bro. thought. It's, yeah, that is wild, this, man. This worldly shit is is tough to deal with on the day to day. Life um, stopped making sense for me mm-hmm. in 2000 and. 16. Yeah, about right. Mm. About, about right. right. About right. What was the start Everything to that? after two, Donald Trump becoming president was the beginning uh, yeah. of life no longer I, making sense. Yeah, right? for for me it was that COVID um the the pandemic, excuse me, the pandemic cuz remember when we was in the car, bro? Yeah. I still never forget this. You was talking all the shit that you was telling me that's about to come and I'm like, "Yo, I was like I was just saying I, I was like I don't give a fuck." I was pretty much saying I, I don't give a fuck because it don't seem real to me like what you're talking about. Like with all due respect, we were just keeping a, having a real nigga conversation. He was like, "All right, bro, you gonna see." And see that shit, bro. You know when you got to the age where you just stop watching yeah. the news to avoid all the negative stuff that's happening. Yeah. You can't even do that like, no more. Like man. now, the it's news in your on face. mute, bro. The news, 
the news could be on mute, bro, and you could literally look at it and be like, man, shit fucked up. You don't even have to hear what they're saying. Yeah, but That's how crazy you could not watch the news and see just as much fucked up shit now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's getting to that point. And I think that's the wildest part about all of this where um, you try your best. I'll say this. As a person, we all try our best. You try your best to move on. And you try your best to survive the day and make it to the next day. And just make it to the next day. And eventually, what it starts to feel like is that it's like weights are being added to your legs as you're running. And I I get that feeling, especially, you know, we're dealing with inflation, we're dealing with violence, we're dealing with, you know, political unrest, we're dealing with things that, to be honest, I remember saying this, I was like, these years in a textbook, I really hope the books really reflect how insane life is in comparison to the other years. Like, looking back, life was always difficult, but these years make it, make the past years look like they were unreal facts and with that being said i feel like the harder things get the more we have to fight to keep our community alive and when i say our community i'm talking about your friend groups the people that you're dating the people that you care about your family everybody that you can reach it's you can do your best to just try to be as kind as open and as available as possible. Other than that, there's nothing else that we can do. Of course, you know, everybody has their journey. Everybody has their reasons. You know, if something, God forbid, does happen to somebody that's very close to you, don't take on that pressure as if it's your fault either. Because that's also mm-hmm. a very important thing to do. Right. Just that, make sure you understand real, that there is yeah. nothing that there's nothing that you can do to stop somebody. All you can do is just be as available as possible. Right. Keep their loved ones close as best you can. Most yeah. deaf, most yeah. deaf. But and it, it definitely start with the community, man. Like you, you gotta, you know what I'm saying. That's the base of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Especially going down to the kids, man. And you, you really gotta feed these kids good stuff. You know what I mean. You got nutrients, greens, you know, vegetables, bananas. And when I when I mean that, I'm speaking, you know, um, and metaphorically, I mean just knowledge, positivity, things like that. And instead, I feel like you know. What we feeding these kids nowadays is just complete toxin. Like, you know, I was reading this junk the other day, you know, about the kids. You know what I mean? And it is just crazy because talk about deaths. There's just so many wild deaths going on. And um, so I was reading this thing, and it says, in the last few days, there's been three stories of kids killing their parents over technology, devices, and social media. Just a few weeks ago, folks online were laughing at the little boy singing, I want to kill my mom, I want to kill my dad. And I thought that was, uh, you know, I thought that was the weirdest shit ever because, like, that's, you know what I mean? And, and so, I hear kids going around singing this I song. I remember that. Going around punishment singing this song. for an iPad, per se, and, you know, they killed the parent. Yeah. Well, no. So the song is separate. The song is just a song that a boy uh, basically became viral off of. And it, the song, I mean, it's, it's catchy. It's, it's hard not to keep repeating it and saying it because it's, like, kind of funny. And, nah, and the song, wicked, the song, you know, the song is it's it's it's, it's it a popular like, song. Yeah, I was gonna say it yeah. sounds like a parody. The reason why that song went viral is because it people were making fun of rock music. So right. there's a lot of people who was like, "Oh, oh rock well, and roll, I could get yeah. it now." They're Never like, mind, "Rock and roll sounds like," yeah. and you hear right. kids screaming like, "What's wrong? What the hell, bro? What's wrong? What you want? What you want? bro. What the hell? I wanna kill my mom. What the? I wanna kill my." I wanna kill my girl. 
Yeah, I get the correlation with that. Yeah, so okay, but there's been like actual killings, you know what I mean, of kids killing their parents because their parents, you know, took away their laptop or took away any technology device. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just imagine that you take your kid's phone. You know how many times your parents took your phone and you got in trouble? Our teachers used to take our phones. So now imagine killing someone. I never considered catching a body over like I want my phone back so bad. I can't get into my YouTube, so I got to catch it. Like, I'm not even going to like say that in no type of way. Yeah, you ain't heard about crazy. the boy. This, you ain't heard about the the students that killed the teacher. No, no, no. Put a, put a, what, what happened? What happened? You ain't hear about, no. So a, a teacher is in Chicago, I believe. He took one of the students' phone. I think he took like all three of their phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, the kids came back, and when he came out the bathroom, I believe they like execution style, like killed him. A teacher, just a regular Whoa. teacher. So could you imagine that? Like, bro, that's wild. They're and, spinning and, about shit like that. Yo, that's crazy. And it's kids. happening in school, and it's a, their kids doing this. I think they were like they're in the range between 13 and 14. So you got 13 and 14-year-old brave enough it's, to execute a teacher over, like, a phone. Man, that's wild. That's wild, bro. Social media got, yeah, it's getting You know, that makes sense. Those stories, Okay, those stories make sense because now that I think about it, I remember seeing an article, and it was talking about Atlanta. And it was saying one of the things that, the police department is doing in Atlanta in order to get the crime rate down is imposing a time, um, a curfew curfew. Yeah, they have they have a curfew where they want people under 18 to be inside before a certain time. And the reason why is because they feel like majority of the violent crimes that are happening kids. are kids. Yeah, And it's crazy because <laughs> it's crazy because when it gets to that point where you feel like literally the citizens the city is in danger yeah and people are dying apparently somebody was pointing it out they were like um because i was reading a thread about it there were people commenting and like tagging other news stories that were attached to it because there were some people who was like i don't know how i feel about this you know forcing kids to be inside after a certain hour is kind of weird and this and that but there were people who was like it makes sense because apparently there was a weekend in atlanta this year where there were eight homicides within the same weekend, and every single homicide was committed by somebody under the age of 17. Right. Under 17? Damn, yeah. I thought she was just going to say under 21. No. Nope. Young, but these kids are young out here, yeah. Marvin, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't want to be pessimistic because, I you know, I would love to see that work, but I think, you know, and I don't know. I'm not. No, we had the, I, but you don't remember, they, we had the curfew. I, I was just going to. When we was young, I, you, they did you that was for. Think, you, was, you was right there with me. No, I'm saying I'm right there with you, bro, because I was going to say we definitely had that in our city, and we would ride out. Yeah, so, I mean, it only lasts for about six like, months. Like, because we would ride out. And yeah. they, they just, and it's hard to gauge a, a, a grown man from a child once you start going into, like, 15, 16 and up because some of them niggas look like grown men. You know right. what I'm saying? They're same, and the same with the young ladies. You feel yeah, me? But so now, that's how are you really policing them other than they're depending on their parents to be like to enforce that, which, right. you know what I'm saying? That's just going to be tough to do. I, I hope it works. And but the I only think, parents that's going to enforce it are the good parents that, you know what I mean? With the, the bat, the, you know, the tattoos because tattoos were not that commonplace. Like, that was a description. Right. Like, let's say you were watching TV, right? There's yeah. five people on screen saying the guy with the tattoos would narrow yeah. it down. There was a distinction. Exactly. Um, now, everybody, everybody got tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is also how it was in the hood if there was somebody who was clipping people at a young age. Niggas right. knew who the fuck that was. That wasn't just 18, 20, 30 people. Right. 
walking yeah. around full blown murderers. Right. Yeah. And then it's the fact that it's like groups of kids is like scary, you know what I'm saying? Where they the fact that they're getting smart enough to strategically come up with killing somebody and succeeding is just nuts to me like typically you know you would think a kid would would, would buck up good younger parents because we you know we're starting to get in that age group of some of these kids as parents age they're not that far older than us but or then within our you know when i go part. back and it, i think and i see like for instance shorty that i seen today in the parking lot when you see a person like that just to imagine i don't know if she have kids or don't have kids but just to think if she did have a kid that kid probably would be no better. You feel what I'm saying? Because if she, if that kid's watching the way the mother is acting, exactly. So say that kid's gonna definitely be two, three times worse. So now you imagine that you got to start with the parenting and look at what these parents are out here doing. Some these people acting like, honestly, these adults out here acting like kids. I see some stuff sometimes, and <laughs> oh I'm like, hey, what man. the hell? That's, are you serious? That, that's you, a whole different thing. With, if I had to name, if mm -hmm. I had to name all the things that would cause a shift like this generationally, walk with me. So first things first, what would it take for a child to turn out the way that these large groups of kids are turning out, right? Upbringing. First society. Thing, yeah, of course, upbringing. But what falls into upbringing? Let's, let's start talking about pieces, right? Mm -hmm. The first piece that I'm thinking about, let's talk about influence. If we look at the way that music is going and we look at the way that popular culture is going, that is one of the keys, right? If we're looking at whether it be the, you know, a lot of the drill music, a lot of the things that are happening as far as, let's say, they're a hip-hop head. And let's say they're not. Let's talk about just popular culture and the way that we've kind of popularized violence and the way mm. that violence is even per perceived. You could talk about the easier access to things, whether it be like, you know, we have easy access to everything from porn to death to everything. Like a kid mm -hmm. can see somebody have sex and die just by typing a in the right words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it's crazy because people would think, okay, well I could put on parental blockers and this and that. There's so many ways to get around parental blocks. Take this from a person who used to be that kid who parents really believed that they could put parental blocks on. Like and you know that's so funny because they make you think out as a kid like coming up on the pole was like a gold mine like you know, yeah. just a magazine you, right you the tapes you become on a point you, like you bro. had to fucking dig in the crates to try to find something as a kid back when we was growing up versus kids, like now kids used to I remember being being at a kickback and it was this one girl's house this girl used to you know when you had the physical cable that was plugged into the back of the TV or whatever yeah she would like go to the channels that she didn't have access to and if you bent the I wire knew, a certain people, way I knew people that would do that if That's you bend the shit, wire man. a certain way the, the ego could, wire yeah oh my if God. you bend the wire a certain way all of a sudden now you got access to like Skinamax and like the, the nudie channels or whatever Skinamax man it was oh, tough man alright yo that's like but looking at now looking at now it's easy access then that's only one entertainment let's, let's go forward what's another thing that it would take well less supervision Hold that. Move that to the side. Before we get to supervision, what's one thing that could affect supervision? Finances. If you look at the economy and you look at how hard somebody has to work just to be able to maintain. A lot of houses, they have two people in there, two adults in there working, and both of them have to work more than one job just to be able to keep things stable. When you mm -hmm. have situations like that, how much time can you actually spend with the kid? Not much at all. 
When you start throwing all of those things, you got somebody with all types of outside influence. They have access to be able to speak to majority of the world without you even knowing them. All they have to do is create an account on any of these social networks. Right. Your kid could have a conversation with a scammer, a terrorist, and a prostitute today. And a molester. And a molester. All, yeah. all in one in one sitting. Right. Yeah. And then also, too, it's like, with all that being said, you know, adults don't have enough time to be adults. So when they finally do have that time, which usually their kids are around when they have self-alone time, they're doing adult stuff and in they're doing the it kids, with the kids. Or you know with I mean? the kids, right. yeah. Yeah, they both watching BET Uncut. Right. Sick. <laughs> Dude, no, Sick, yeah. yeah. That's how I was going to go back when we talk about entertainment. But remember how I was just excited when that BET Uncut came <laughs> in? It was like, yeah. going to stay up all night. Bro, what? And that's the shame because that's how filtered it was compared yeah. to now and compared to then. Now every music video got basically ass. Every video looked like Tip Drill. Tip Drill was a privilege. Bro, Instagram looked like that. Instagram looked like that. Oh, Instagram crazy, bro. Instagram is like crazy. And it's crazy because yeah. Instagram will yeah. take people's stuff down. But it's every day I come across pages where in my mind I'm like, how is this still up? Fam, right? You see people getting flagged for wild shit, and somehow, even if you're not even looking into that, somehow some shit across your yeah, shit yeah. that's sub- that's some suggestion, su- suggestive. And then you got to think about the, the masses wrong, you know too, to because Fuck. you know back then you said the masses the, or the masses. The ma- the, ooh, <laughs> the, the shout the, out to the masses and the masses. <laughs> I was saying masses. I said the masses. Well, now when you think about it, you know, and and I'm, my statistics are probably off, but. You look at it and you was like, all right, well, so back then, you know, out of a hundred percent, they're probably like a twenty to thirty percent projectile on women that's got asses. Now that we got fake booties, fake titties, da da, now you looking at it as okay, out of a hundred percent, about seventy five to eighty women got asses. So now it's even more out there, even more exposure. I was saying that the other day. I was like, yo, it's funny because talking about the women that we used to find fine or we thought had like big asses nowadays they they get washed by like just a regular girl at the club yeah. and it's so crazy because like we used to talk about certain women like they had the legendary booty and then you yeah. that's a wrap this and then now we're looking now you look at them and they just look like normal yeah. and it's wild yeah that is true yeah, they don't even look like they eat compared to right. the show it is now, but it's because of the way, I don't know, genetics and, you know, doctors. That, that ain't no goddamn genetics. Well, well <laughs> damn sure ain't no genetics. That That's that is. Mondo burger. But, uh, <laughs> but That's nasty. if y'all were, okay, let's say uh, right now we uh, wave a wand and you guys are taking turn. You are district attorney for Atlanta. What would you? What do you say about this whole curfew idea? Would you go through with it, or do you think there's a better way of doing this? I'm gonna go first. You know, I don't think. I don't think it's a great idea per se, but I know for a fact that that would be the first step I would take. I just, I don't think that it's gonna solve the problem, but I think at the very least it's a good first step. How do y'all feel about the step, and then what else would you do? That's a that's a good question. I mean, it's you know it's proactive in some ways, and you know again I said it already. I don't mean to be pessimistic. I just don't see that being something that work um, in the long run, even if it does work in the short term. Um, I think the community has to try to get together. Like you know, 
figure out, you know, however the council and all that stuff works. You know, politics not really my bag, but maybe getting the community together. I don't know, City Hall or something where, you know, you get parents that's involved in the community, people who are actually actively with the kids. Rather, it's like, um, you know, coaches or, uh, you know, people, again, people that are really tapped in with the youth, however that is. Um, and the parents as well, like parents who are. And come up with something that, that, that works, something where they could all collectively agree upon um you know moving forward because something something's got to give you know but that, that's all i could really think of i mean you know that type of stuff is hard now nah, that city council thing is a good idea yeah. like getting more heads on it getting people to lean in and figure out right. like what can right. we all do that that that's right. a good like idea. get get a board together or something um i mean i think you know it's worth a try because you know when it comes to the numbers game it, it might reduce a lot of things um my only problem with it i think is like now you have you have you know these police and they're out and say people are out around the curfew et cetera et cetera yeah and now you have the police kind of hounding every person or every child they see if they're going to police like that then they need to police like that throughout the whole entire 24 hours of the day not just oh well it's seven o'clock so let's go out and find every kid walking on the street and blah blah, blah. and let's be honest most of the time you're going to see a minority that is going to be those people walking at night you know that ups the percentage of a chance of a deadly interaction or a crazy interaction that doesn't need to be had or certain types of police brutality and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so you're not really fixing the main problem. You're just going around harassing everybody around the issue. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I agree. But maybe eliminating police from the equation in this sense and maybe coming up with some type of a, task force some type of a unit maybe that you create that would gear towards like you know don't don't get weird on me guys as fucking listeners and shit like that but literally going around looking for those troubled kids that you could tell oh that's a teenager and they they might be getting into some shit you and, talking and about like, some neighborhood watch type shit? now you tripping <laughs> you might think you might look at it like that but i'm i'm here's saying why like i don't in, think that in, i i like the idea but here's what's hard about that idea right there's a way a to go lot about of it things, that I can't think to. Some kid gonna look you in your face and say, "Nigga, shut the fuck up." That's well, <laughs> that would that would borderline happen with a police. But I'm saying, like, like if you have a some kind of task force where again they're trying to be relatable, they're literally not coming at you I, like I a get cop where or she security guard. I get where you're coming from, but here's the problem with that. The problem with that is we already have an issue where a lot of these kids are the way that they are because their parents are already not available. And especially mm -hmm. the type of people that we need to be, quote unquote, relatable to these kids or being able to speak to these kids or being able to like the people you would want to join that task force are going to be working or either that or if they do like, let's say they might be nine to fivers. Who, we need them for after five. Yeah, I, I was saying if they are, they might have kids of their own that they got to, you okay. know, there's a lot of things that fall into that where it's a little more difficult. But I do like where that idea is going. The concept makes sense. It's just something that would be very difficult to pull off in large numbers. And it would be very difficult to pull off, especially in a city where their cost of living is as high as it is. The That's issues real. as far as like financial issues are as high as they are. And especially right around a recession, it's very, it would be very difficult to pull that off. But what, it is a great idea. I mean, what see, about groups of people from, from, my, from, the, from my knowledge, um, like, Technically, mm -hmm. what you're seeing is what the OG and gangs used to be for for the community back yeah, then. It's like, sure. yeah, they had the violence going on, you know, they sold their drugs, but when they came to the community, it was like laws and rules. So if there's some random kid walking down the street 
doing some dirt that don't belong. You have the OG gang members that say, "Hey, listen, little cat, what you doing over here? What you, you know what I mean? You don't belong over here." Blah blah blah. Or nah, you can't be selling drugs on the street. Blah blah blah. I know your mom. I grew up with your mom. You know what I mean? Slap you in the back of the head and say, "Boy, go in the house." We don't have that no more. But not that that we don't don't just have that. Kids now have grown such a lack of respect where a kid will look mm -hmm. right into that OG face. If a kid will sit there and shoot their mother, you don't think that they'll come back with a gun and shoot that? You know, shoot shoot a gamer at OG. You know what I mean? And that's why, to me, even as this day, us as OGs, we can't even really, we might talk to a kid, reach out, but we can only go so far, even now, that we can't even really talk to these kids in a certain way because you already know, like, oh, this this kid, they got no respect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sh I'm going to have to shoot him before he shoot me. And just the fact that you have to think that way is just crazy. And you know the cops going to think that way if you think that way. But, facts, man, hopefully, you know, I pray for the city of Atlanta. I hope, I you know, we got, America, a, man. We, we got a lot of, we got a lot of listeners out there. And I hope, uh, you know, things do turn out better because there's been a lot of robberies, a lot of, Car break-ins, home invasions, all yeah, that. Type yeah, of the stuff. youngest are aggressive and, there. I seen it with my own two eyes. Yeah, and uh, so and a lot mm -hmm. of this stuff, it shows that these kids are younger than seventeen and doing majority of this stuff. So it's it's a rough place. So a lot of rough stuff going on. Hopefully they find a way to get all that together. But um, hey, don't get caught slacking during the holidays, especially man. Oh yeah, cover your gifts, take them in, hide them. You know you don't want to wake up in the morning and your cookies, milk. And presence is gone. Watch you out for that saying? nigga in the Santa Claus suit walking around. <laughs> right, you you breaking in. You definitely don't want Santa breaking in and taking everything. But not like that's you got to go by the hood rules at that point. You buying, you know how if you buy a flat screen TV, don't leave the box outside. Oh yeah, all that type of stuff. You know, like it's crazy. Dating somebody who's not from that environment oh, and having okay. those they don't they don't understand <laughs> why you move a certain way. Yeah, having those conversations is funny, bro. I told you not to leave the goddamn box outside. Bruh, yeah, I, and bruh. she don't understand for shit, but she gonna argue with you about that shit for real, right? Mm -hmm. But we'll 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 get to that. For those of y'all who are wondering, we we definitely are thinking about doing the Patreons and doing all those side conversations. We'll get to it, man. Let's uh, kick up the vibes. Commercial break. You already know. Let's get it. Give a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Let them know, yeah. Shoggy. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Original lover, lover. Mm. Yeah. Getting the vibes back going, man. I know it, uh, it was a little bit serious of a start, a little bit on the sad side, but let's go. I hold the man a lot to make your moist and wet. I hold the man a lot to make your moan and sweat. Yeah. the man a lot to make you scream out. Yes. Mr. The man allowed to make you moist and wet. How the man allowed to make you moan and sweat? How the man allowed to make you scream out? Reggie Days Radio. Sweet, succulent, and fine. I think Lynn, yeah, you're my darling divine. I love the way you move and all the way you design. You're only lots from my mind. Forget that corny line. Now let me hit you off now with this question sign. You seem to be the type for me to wine and dine. I love the candlelight, then I toast it over some wine. Well, I will hit you off now with this lyrical rhyme. Now, Mr. Lover, keep your rockin'. Mr. Lover, keep your rockin'. Mr. Lover, keep your rockin' and swing. Now, Mr. Lover, you already know. Mr. Lover, right about this time. Mr. Lover, keep your rockin' and swing. Let's get it. Ooh, boy, I love you so uh. Never, ever, ever gonna let you That's right Once I get my hands on love you Love me, love me, love me, sex machine Ooh, boy, I love you so uh -huh. Never, ever, ever gonna let That's you right. uh. I hope you feel the same way too uh. Uh. Step 
in my caravan of love Woo! So I can love you down and give you hot oil rubs Deliver wet kisses with embrace and hug And I just see silky body on my Persian rug While we be sipping coca from the same old mug And reading fortune cookie from the Chinese grub A little some great grass, I quit some cool rubber dub And later on reminiscing the hot tub Let's fog up some windowsill, girl Catch a groove back, girl, catch a groove back Catch a back, shock it everybody feel the same way man we getting this energy going i hope everybody is feeling good out there y'all know right about this time make sure you got your drink make sure you got your popcorn because we really about to kick in a full swing let's go i'm just trying to make sure you're feeling good baby Let's get it. Come on. Uh huh. take the stars out the sky for a nigga. But but you know what comes next. Yeah. <laughs> they always want you to cuff, don't they? That's crazy. Excuse me, baby, but I will just have to tell you this. What? It's been a while since I done my year in the tenderness. You cook a cola, buck a shape, and all the cherry lips. I know you alone, me want to fit a glove up on them niggas. And I want to show you I'm a man that's very romantic. But you is a baby, choose a girl that's why me never itch. Nothing got to you, see me now, that you me want to shit. But listen when me sing this. Knock your chicken. Simmer. In the man of the girls, them sugar. Sim, simmer. The girls, them real cross that. Come on. If what? A little too wholesome for me though. We gotta end it off on the right vibe. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. So, the next topic. I saw people on the internet talking about whether or not they would cut off a friend if that friend was somebody who was unfaithful to their partner. To your villa, breakfast on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Just review the situation that you call the pinna. To be a true player, you have to know how we play. To be a true player, you have to know how we play, man. You have to. 
But we gonna get into that topic, man. How y'all boys feel? It's the good vibes right Yo. here. This take me to a good time in my Yo, life. Shaggy flow was kind of underrated, bro. No, no, Shaggy, nah, Shaggy's flow, hard. His flow, he always was. Yo, but his flow is like his you know flow is nasty though. When you really think about it, man, that shit was he, he, the, crazy. He would have the 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 flow switch, the pockets he would get into, yeah, yeah. and stuff he'd be saying. And he had like creative, he, he had creative creative records. Yeah, Mr. Wubastic is my yeah. shits to this day. Oh, most deaf, man. Yeah. Man, I flow is crazy. He, he, he remind me of, well, O Solo remind me of him. He's a you stupid. O Solo, oh, King so. of the Dark Side, Rock, and you can fly. How do y'all boys feel? Now, the conversation was if you had a partner, you know, a friend, your best friend, part of your group, mm. and the nigga was a dog ass nigga to his girl all the time. First question was mm. Would you cut this person off for consistently cheating on a significant other? I mean, is he really my man? Yeah. No. I mean, I just got to be real. Most people's uh, answer was no. I, I could be male and female. I'm, I'm most not, people's answer was I'm, no. I'm just not gonna lie about it. No, um, I'm, if I gotta be, if I gotta be real, niggas, no, I'll have the conversation with you about you know whatever. If I feel like you wilding, but no, you, you know, chef, how you feel? No, I'm gonna have to say no. You know what I mean? I same thing with Sheen. You know, I, I'll give you that advice and say, bro, but you know, you your own man. You do what you want to do. I mean, just don't bring that toxic shit around me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Don't, I just hope I don't have to deal with the consequences of the bullshit you're doing. Like, I hope she's not breaking my windows. I hope you're right. not doing no bullshit in my house. She calling your phone, asking yeah. for where, where, what's the name? Don't have niggas spending the block around where I stay because on account of some shit you doing. Yeah. But now, the first question was what was getting people riled up. A lot of people was calling Cap in general. People was like, nobody cuts their friend off for cheating. That's just not a thing. Right. Now, here's the second part, though. And this is what I noticed. People's reaction when it comes to this conversation. People's reaction initially is that has nothing to do with me. Like what they believe is whatever this person does in their personal life has no bearing on our friendship. Hmm. That's where I have a problem. Expound. Like, when people were talking about it, right, right, and some people were pressing them, they were like, well, why wouldn't you cut them off? They're like, that's my friend. My friendship ain't got nothing to do with their relationship or what they got going on or whatever. That's just different. That's where they lost me. I'm not saying I would do that, right, because I have had friends who are serial cheaters. I know niggas who right. were out here wilding. I'm not cutting them off, but I'm not going to be... I do believe that how you treat your significant other does tell me something about you, though. It does? Yeah. Especially if you married or, like, you're, like, cuffing, like, wifey-wifey, like, y'all, you know, a year passed in. Even like, outside you know of that, right? Even outside of that. Let, like, it's, let, it's a toxic trait. Like I said, like, it, like, it comes, it could bring a lot of toxic things, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's mad shit that come with that. Think about it. If you get a girl... And your girl, because you know most likely if you got a girl and your girl know that's your boy, most likely he going to be like that around all, you know, her too. And yeah. she not going to like you hanging around with him because she know the kind of dog he is. That too. You know what I mean? So now you got or, problems. Or, or you get put in that category. Yeah. Well, here's what I look at it as. Even outside of 
the typical, you know, faithfulness conversation or whatever. Mm. Here's where I have a problem. Get him. This person is the person that you sleeping with. This is the person you wake up with. This is the person you doing all of this with or whatever. This girl is somebody who is literally entrusting you with her body and all of that. And you are looking her dead in the face and doing her filthy. There is a part of me in my mind that's like, damn, if I'm ever no longer convenient for this nigga, <laughs> what's going to happen to me? Am I going to get cheated on too? <laughs> you stupid You stupid bro But what I'm saying is It may not be cheating But what if it's stealing How far is cheating removed from stealing How far is cheating removed wow. from? How far is cheating removed from, from any dirty act Like how far is any dirty act removed from another dirty act Okay I was about to say You know uh, what I'm saying Well that's that's true yeah, But like, if you a serial cheater I don't think you going to fucking go and and steal my go in my wallet if I leave my wallet around you. You know what I'm saying? You know what's got to be kind of awkward. I hate I hate to take that situation off, but imagine you have that friend, right? And just imagine that he got two families. And every time you go y'all with, him, with and you close and every time you go visit him <laughs> with his one family, you got to act like, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. act like, oh, yeah. hey, the kids, hey, nephew, hey, uncle, yeah. and then you go to the other family, you go, hey, hey nephew, yo, that just got to be crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> double why. life shit is ill, bro. Yo, that's bad. Being double uncle is nuts. Yeah, double uncle is crazy. Like, I'm, 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 in a, I'm an accomplice watching you live a double <laughs> life is fucking crazy. I that's a lot. About that one, that's a good one. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That is a lot. <laughs> you know, you got to be funny and say, oh, yeah, but, I love being around you, my favorite. And then you go to the other, oh, yeah, I love. Because I'll look Man. at it this way. Here's here's what I, I feel. I feel like cheating is, cheating ain't nothing but going outside the bounds of an agreement. And mm. and if you're willing to go outside the bounds of an agreement with somebody who you're as intimate with as this woman, I'm I'm fairly sure you're willing to go outside the bounds of whatever the fuck agreement we got as homies. Uh, that's that's subjective. I could get with that to to some degree. Like I said, like a married man though. Like I said, like a, a if you're a married man and you you know dirt bagging or like I said, you have really been locked in with your girl for like a, a long period of time. To me, this is how I look at it. Everybody ain't got to agree, but I think like if you're like under a year in dating, you should be faithful, but. If you outside and doing other things, it's because you're not sure yet. But I'm talking about a locked-in, committed relationship, and you moving like dirty like that. That's different. Yeah, I got a right to kind of look at you crazy, like on the side. I like, yeah. That's what's wrong with people that I'm not sure yet. Shit. It's a real stay thing. Your black ass it's, or whatever ass away. Goddamn. Yeah, it's a real until sh- you ready. It's, you it's some real shit. I though. mean, it is real, and yeah, but like to me, that'd be the whole commitment, scared of commitment type of thing. That's like. Us going to this podcast and then I come to this podcast. And I'm like, well, I'll be a part of it, but I'm not sure I want to completely be a part of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But people do that. But that's people live like that. I know, and, and it's not a good trait. But it's that, not a good trait. But that is literally kind of. I just I'm gonna game. believe and start what you finish. It. That, like, write it out, and if it don't work out the end, then okay. Bruh, but don't you, don't go in it already with the negativity of okay, I might not show up to the podcast tomorrow, but I show up next week, and then I'd be missing again, and then. I, I, I see what you're saying, but at the end of the day, if if you dating, you can't compare the two, bro. You can't. Like, like here's to- here's where it does become comparable, right? 
You said that's the dating game. Let's keep it in that realm. If we're talking about early the dating stages, game, by the way, yeah, early stages. But here's the here's what makes it a problem. You don't have to lie. I agree with that. That part you, you didn't should have you to. should you should be able to keep it a being with your partner. But what I'm saying is the same person who's willing to manipulate that person. You think they're not willing to manipulate you? I can't put it past them because you really can't put nothing past nobody. That's like you saying because we ain't did this podcast for a year. After we do this podcast, you're gonna go hop on another podcast and talk about the same shit. And it's okay. Just because I, I you feel didn't you. feel like you was fully invested or committed into it because it was so early. I feel you, but I, and I can see. We got the right to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> jump. Yeah, I'm gonna get jumped. That's funny. That's funny. You got funny. a point, and I I see what y'all two are saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just feel like I can't associate. Okay, uh, a, a friend of mine. It ain't I can't fathom the thought because I didn't see shit happen. But, now, here, but here's my next question: Ain't she his friend too? Who whose friend? The other the, yeah, the girl. The, yeah. All right. I was thinking so about with that. that with that, okay, so let's let's just say this. On the real, if y'all didn't like kinda like, you know, grow up together, go to the same school, y'all knew each other for years, even like again, like cause y'all been dating for like you and the uh other, the other friend is it hadn't been dating for years, then honestly that's not your friend. That's your associate. You know that person. Now if that person in their mind has that level of of trust in you and they don't communicate that to you that's kind of on them because they looking at you like you something to them that you're not because everybody let's just call it a spade a spade everybody not your friend like bro what i'll do is like anybody with all due respect i'm you might not you might know your friends your homeboy girlfriend or whatever, and y'all cool, y'all kick it, y'all hockey key, but that might not be. That's not your homegirl like that. I mean, at that you, point, you, it's like you gotta, you gotta decide like on who you more like, loyal to, the, him the, or her. At that point, why get put in the uh, middle of that situation? That's why, again, that's and again, that's why I'm saying you supposed to stay in your bounds. Like to me, you supposed to me as men. I think that is staying in your bounds though, because here's the thing: I'm not sneaking and finding out some shit. We're talking about a situation where there's two there's two things that you said that that I see where you're going. But we have to make it very clear. One, one, first thing. Majority of people, when they talk about their friends, they're not talking about the people that they grew up with. Majority of people don't have friends that are like 10, 12, 15 years or whatever. We're talking about, it could be two years. It could be three years. It could be whatever. I, I what I'm you. saying is, what I'm saying is, with that. just like you knew this guy, right? Y'all two homeboys and y'all been friends for two and a half years. Him and this girl who he's been dating, let's say for two years or a year, they on social media talking about my best friend. I found my 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 soulmate. All that other cutesy shit. The same shit motherfuckers be saying. Not behind my business. Me. It is. It isn't your business. What I, I'm painting the picture. Though. I'm just. What I'm saying is, isn't she his friend too? And isn't they him cool. manipulating her? Him manipulating a friend just because they fucking don't mean they're not friends. Okay, especially uh, okay. if that's your girlfriend. You, right? That's where you're I going. See your that's girlfriend. Me and seem like, yo, okay, dude, I, he, he went that route okay, with it. I'm still thinking the homie, like the. I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you now. But yeah, your girlfriend. That's deep. Though, that's people, really deep. Like how you putting it is really deep because like, that's really what it is. Like when you think of it, like that. See, Reggie be breaking shit down to the nitty gritty to the sand. And when you think about it, like that's really what it is. So now you see if that's her, if that's supposed to be. His friend, you know, in every relationship that's supposed to be your friend, and you treat your friend like that, then that shows the character of how you would treat any friend. 
Now I got a question uh, for you. But this was she said. I got a question for you. In, in the average situation, right? Yeah. You got a dude in the middle. Mm-hmm. You got his homeboy. Mm-hmm. You got his girlfriend. Out of those, out of those two people, who is he the most intimate with, and who is he the closest to? Most intimate to her, but closest to him. Yeah. He's and it depends on your definition of close. True. That's it. That's, that's it. May I? That, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So well, at that point, mm-hmm. is his girlfriend, especially, and we're not talking about his chick that he fucking. We're talking about somebody who isn't your girlfriend. This is somebody you are actually his with. Wife, in yeah, a, I got you. In like, a like real relationship. You're in a real <laughs> relationship. Goddamn. Snitching ass nigga. Damn, boy. Damn. I, I'm just saying, a, I'm just giving an example. But you are with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Carry um, on. I got you, bro. I bleep it. Bleep what? I didn't even, it's he not even a true not, story. He ain't say nothing crazy. I'm just he, giving he, he an just, example. That's how close. Reggie trying to see how close it is in the circle, and I'm trying to say it'd be like yeah. Sheem going like you went over to her and or his house or apartment, or whatever, and yeah. you had Thanksgiving with them. You sat at the table with both of them, talked to them equally. She exactly. spread the napkin for you to wipe your chin. You know yeah, like that's your girl for real, for real. I got my you. problem with that. If I watch him do her filthy like i'm not talking about a guy who made a simple mistake or a guy who was out and about or whatever and did one thing we're talking about the habitual he just be out here dick in the streets type of yeah that's foul there is a part of me that's like that does look at that and be like i wonder what this nigga is willing to do behind my back i can't i can't knock you for that because Again, when you start observing it like that, it's like, all right, well, damn, you you filed to your wife and your family like that, bro. That you your your loyalty to me might be in question. So I can't I can't really knock you like that. But see, I'ma just grant you that grace outside. I'ma talk to you first of all. If I'm if I'm really your friend like that, as far as like, yo, you might be wilding or whatever. If we're really friends like that, we should be able to have a conversation. If we're just like associates and we like cool like that, but cool from a distance. Respectfully, I'm gonna let you rock. You feel me? But now I'm gonna observe you differently, so I'm still with you with what you're saying. I'm gonna observe you differently, and now I gotta watch you because it's like, damn, you move with your girl like that. I gotta watch that. See, I see what Reggie's saying. Like so, it, it ultimately like it questions your loyalty characteristic bingo. from the jump. Bingo. And digging deeper to that, what are you loyal to? Because you're not loyal to her. So and it's not that you're loyal to quote unquote friends or friendship. What are you loyal to? And in that particular situation, I'm inclined to believe that you're a nigga who's walking around here only loyal to his own self-interest. Like a good example, you know, the Migos situation. If a nigga's or or even the Drake situation, like we talked about the Drake and Wayne thing. Yeah. If a nigga's only loyal to his dick, it's not only gonna apply to his girl. That's gonna apply to backdooring you. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna apply to him trying to fuck your girl. Yeah. That's going to apply to him trying to, like, backdoor a situation. Let's say it's not even your girl yet. Y'all both, you know, out and about whatever. He see that you got some rhythm with a chick. That's the nigga that'll backdoor you. That's real shit. Niggas with no self-control, I do. I might not cut you off, but I'm looking, bro. Well, that, that gives you reasoning, though. That gives you reasoning, I'm saying. But that, to me, sounds like somebody who not... Yeah, because I ain't gonna been lie. Your when, friend for years. When I, me? it's, I mean, dude, and I got cool friends like that too. But when you see them niggas, it's like, I don't know. It's just half the time I feel like I, you can't really relate because most of the time, like your your friends are don't consider like aren't with that group of dudes like that. Because when I see them group of dudes, like on an associate level, 
maybe you work with them and you see how they act and you've met their wife or so to say before yeah. and the way you see them talk about women it make you think like bro you talk about women that way like you you would hit on yeah. any chick or talk to any chick yeah, or yeah. and that does make you think because you know of course every guy you know is, might be attracted to a girl you know even if you got a girl you might you might look at a girl and be like being attracted is different yeah yeah then she's different. like then she you know she's cute or then you know she got a nice body but you kind of keep it at there you know what i mean but when you got that one nigga that's like oh man you know i fucking out of her and, and that, that, like and then he go chase after her and shit like that that's like a whole different level you know what i mean so, because yeah. now what i'm thinking and here's how i equate it right i've been told before that oh um you're too paranoid or you're too this you're too that my thing is after you live a certain life and be around a certain type of people you equate everything to whatever that thing is for me i look at a dude who's addicted to anything as if he's addicted to anything there's no difference between me trusting a crackhead and me trusting a nigga addicted to pussy because at the end of the day when it's time for him to get a fix you're a fucking fiend and i can't trust a fiend that's fair. All right. And you're right about that. So let me ask you this, though. So uh, somebody that you consider maybe best of friends, brothers, something like, yeah, like yeah. On, on that tier of friends. Because we got, let's keep it a being, we got tiers of friends. We got, yeah. that's my dog. That's, that's my man. That's my, that's my brother. And then it's just, that's my nigga, but we more so, that's my nigga. And then it's, I know him, but we more so associates, right? Okay. What if your mans or like one of your niggas that you would consider a dog or something like that go after, like, like I mean, not go after, excuse me is is cheating on their wife are you like now that's more or less of my friend now i'm not gonna say he's less of my friend but my guard is up so now you'll look at him like he might slight me now because if he constantly cheating on his wife it's okay to have that uh not even judgment but it is judgment at the end of the day of observing okay damn you cheating on your wife constantly all the time use a foul nigga bro but at the at the same token if that's you know you're not cool with his wife you're not into his family situation that is that less of a friend you're gonna look at him like he possibly might do some foul shit to you because you see him doing the foul shit gonna, to his wife I, for me the less of a friend thing comes with proof like there has to be actual action to happen for you to move positions right what i'll say is that my eyes will be open like my guard is up as in like i'm gonna keep an eye on you like i'm not i'm not sleep in like, that situation like it makes sense to possibly be like all right i might not i might have to observe him around my girl because if he keep spending like doing that on his wife Maybe I gotta watch my, you know, any women I'm around because he's that he seemed like that type. That's that's fine if that's your awareness. I could I could but respect that's what that. I'm talking about. But, but no, you said I could see a nigga stealing from me or doing other shit like. But like, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is unscrupulous activities, unscrupulous activities. So hypothetically, right? Yeah. Just like me seeing you have a lack of control when it comes to your sexual urges in this realm yeah. makes me understand that okay this is a weakness of yours and this is something I need to keep an eye on I'm mm-hmm. going to keep an eye on that in general but I also understand that this could be also a lack of discipline in general lack of discipline shows in a lot of different ways that lack of discipline could be anything from you not being able to wake up on time to work or you taking money out of your girl's purse for sure. That's all the same shit. It's lack of discipline at the end of the day. Lack of personal discipline. Lack of like morality. Like all of that falls right. under the same type of umbrella. <clears throat> what yeah. I'm saying is you may not have committed those things yet. It's kind of like knowing that your girlfriend I'll give you this. Let's say your girlfriend hasn't cheated on you or done anything, right? Yeah. But you hear her say something that's questionable or see her do something that is questionable. 
There's no proof of anything. It's just something that makes you feel. Mm, what are you gonna do? You're gonna just keep an eye open. Right. That's, That's fair. all That's I'm fair. doing. Well, well, that part's fair. I'm just saying I wasn't gonna ever observe him to the extreme of, all right, you a cheater, dog, but I'm not looking at you like I might have to watch my wallet around you or or my keys around. I'm you not know, being literal. Like I'm not being literal. Oh, okay, I I did. But what take I'm saying when you is said general, that literal. But um, what I, what I'm yeah. saying is in general, yeah, that lets me know that there is a portion of you that does have impulse control. That's the right. word. Impulse control, lack of like, you know what I'm saying? That that, that, that nah, lack of sure. discipline, like you just gotta have that. That's eye a thing. It could be, yeah. I mean, I especially when I go back and you talking about like the whole like, oh, well, it's different from having that friend that like every time I talk to a girl, she end up with him after. I kind of put them in the same like category with the dude who got a girl. Like to me, it's like, I mean, I feel like you don't you don't if we boys or whatever, whatever, you don't jump on everything that I talk to unless I give it to you. You feel what I'm saying? Unless I'd be like, yo, yo, that's on limits. But any guy to me who wants to talk to every girl after you talk to is questionable as well. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because it's just like, that means at the end of the day, especially if you don't have that conversation. He, what, if, what if it's specifically, now my one thing, what if it is specifically work that you don't cuff? It's Even then, no, it's just like, because again, the that's, there's still thing. something... There's still something that's not right about that in my feelings. With all due respect to homie or whatever, like G shit, like being on the same tree, but bingo or like just you mean to tell me every time, like if it's it's a once, if it's a once or twice thing, maybe if it's literally just the one or two times, I could get that because shit like that go down in homie groups. But past past that, here's here's my thing though. I ain't gonna lie though. The specific trees that it happened to was some good tree. Even then, but did you recommend the work, or he just stumbled upon the work every time? I don't think it was even stumbled upon. I think it was more so. God damn, where you get that from? And then when he's like, that says everything right there, though. That's all I'm saying. Like you might not, you might observe it differently, but for me, that right, lets that me, mean he that been mean, he been lacking on it for been, even when he was you, with you. You might not observe it like that, but to me, that means like See, you <laughs> might not been you might not been scheming to do me dirty, but you couldn't wait for me to be done. And that's kind of weird. To me. <laughs> and, and, and not to bring shit up, just but this is real. what I say. You got a homeboy. That's no different than a homeboy sitting there and he constantly telling your shorty or whatever or the girl you fucking or oh, well, he be fucking hoes and he be fucking. He ain't your homeboy. He doing that. That's crazy. That is a lot. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> Any of y'all doing that, y'all foul. And, and then this nigga wonder why. That's all I'm gonna say. That is a lot. Say. That's we talk about this situation. It bring me you back. Know, you know. Yeah, you know. That's why I don't fuck with certain niggas because it's just like, bro, come on. That man. is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> I like it though. I like yeah, how you dress. Sh- no, I'm like, just saying it's just. Ain't I, saying crazy. No, that's I know. I'm shit. just saying I, I don't. I speak with you know what shit actually should be happening. So I just say to me that situation is very similar, and that's why I feel the way I do. Similarity. I feel like with all those characteristics of men, the cheater, the 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 friend who takes the seconds, or the friend who just you know. And maybe that's a, a spot where I'm naive. You gotta always keep your eye open. Maybe that's a spot where I'm naive. Because I will admit that. I'll admit, yes. I'll admit that there were two situations where they were serious. Never spoke to them. Never reached out. Never did none of the this and that. Left it alone. He tried. Because, he could get there and because they were be, a different type of quality. And that might be his level of res, you know, respect for you. I'm not saying a homie scared of you or no shit like that. No, I'm but just, that's a respect. I'm just saying yeah, he, got, he got that much respect. You know what? I ain't going to go for his direct girl, but I can't wait to catch his old work. How do that sound? <laughs> you you got me going in on this, and I don't care to. But it, it, I'm just saying that. Granted, I got a hell of a list. That 
Re- respectfully, I I done seen some shit or whatever, but I'm not I saying know, I, just, I can't wait for you to get done with that. I don't know. I can't see. Right. I was going to say homies then became Eskimo brothers because you done stumbled across the same shit. And like I said, that one time thing or damn, y'all niggas both outside. So it might have happened twice. Past that, that shit is serial shit. Hey, I might I might have to bleep this out, but shit, I treat it like Pokemon cards, nigga. And I ain't giving you the holographic. <laughs> That's <laughs> You is not fucking with my Gyarados. <laughs> we not trade. You not giving me no record. <laughs> Squirtle. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Uh, fuck. Yeah, we gotta end it on that one. That was fucking crazy. Can you I can I saying? can I tell another story? You know I always got real story got time. Reality bites. I be telling facts, child. Funny story. Chick them she done came, she done chilled with me at my crib and everything. Two months later, she meets the same girl online and bites her to the crib and she comes to the crib and they hang out and shit. Blah blah blah. Now I don't know if she put two and two together that she was at the same crib. But it was just funny because he hanging out with her and she in my crib, like she in the crib and she didn't been here before. That is nuts. And I, I didn't care, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it is what it is. It's like, not about y'all because clearly that, y'all didn't know. But exactly. what I'm talking about is she didn't notice she was back in the same but, house. But nah, the right. crazy. No, what the crazy shit was though is Shorty knew knew she was you know messing with my brother and she was trying to get trying to push that serious shit on me. Like she, I didn't know she was outside. I was like, oh, all right, cool. Um, and then that just mutually, you know, dissipated. You feel right. me? Which and it's it's crazy because like in that situation, I didn't care at all. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just. But like, again, that was. But that's my right. example of stumbling across the same word. You, you know, what I'm saying you've been around me most of my life, nigga. You know, we not purposefully going for that. It may have happened where the stumbling. I mean, that's not my thing you either. Me? Hey, more of the Did, story, you, man. You know what I'm saying? Be honest with your friends, man. If you really friends and you really consider yourself a friend. Just be straight up, be straightforward, be I, real. Now, now before you even jump into the moral of the story, though, <laughs> did, did the girl ever figure out that she was at the same house? I don't think so. Nah, we, she had to I mean, know, she bro. got clipped by both of us, so we can't really... That is crazy. She I had to. I ain't spin the block unless you did, like... Bro, I mean, everything in the house looked exactly no, the I'm fucking talking about same. As as, <laughs> this bitch don't remember that. No, that means she get around. As as, I'm talking about as far as talking to her. What you mean? No, I'm saying, like, I didn't... After, after whatever she tried to continue with me, like I said, we mutually. Oh, stopped. did I talk to her after? Yeah. Oh hell no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Hell no. Nah. I mean, I stopped talking to her before that, but it was just funny that when I like, you showed me this chick, and I was like, oh shit, like yo, you know she, I like she was over here like two months ago, blah blah. blah. And he was the like, same oh, exact the same crib, exact crib, bro. And she just didn't notice. I maybe she did. Maybe she thought I moved or something. I don't know. But that uh, right there had already let me know what type of time she was on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what in the hell? There's definitely something wrong. Everybody out there sing.
I don't understand how shit like that even happens, bro. Like the wildest thing to me is the idea that you, as a person, I'm not even gonna say as a woman, as a person, took your ass in this, into the same home twice and fucked two different roommates and not notice. man we got the listener letters coming up next i hope everybody out there is vibing having a good time we're about to end this thing out strong let's go i don't know what's wrong neither This is Sheeman Chef talking in the house. If you had her, what would you do? Alright, Sheem, sing. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all not about to give me the hit notes, man. Fuck that. But I did tell her I'm sorry because. So sorry. So jumping into the listener letter, man. <laughs> All right. My favorite so, part. Today's listener letter is coming straight up out of Tupelo, Mississippi. Ooh, okay. Shout out to the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M I crooked letter, crooked letter I. Mm-hmm. Humpback, humpback. It says, Hey y'all. I gotta start off by saying y'all are my favorite podcast, and I'm so happy to hear how much Y'all have grown in the past few years. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you. Love. I want your opinion on something. My man and I have been arguing about this for a few weeks now, and I really want to know what you guys think. He and his friends are going on a trip to South America in March. He told me a few weeks ago Columbia. when I got home from work, at first, I told him I would check my schedule to see if I could take the days off, but he quickly told me not to bother because I wasn't invited. All of my hoes are excited. <laughs> now you hoes are invited. All of my hoes are excited. That's where we get crazy, right? 
Yeah, that's that. Oof. I'm don't. not making fun of the situation. I just like the song. Nah, that's fucking crazy though. The the don't bother because you're not invited is nuts, bro. Um, my name Two Chains. But my a, thing it is was going a guys to guys trip. Yeah, right, right. It's a guys trip. So it sounds like it's definitely a guys trip. Right, that's what it sounds like. They about to be outside the country. country. They about to be playing Uno. They Man, about to be listen. playing Dose. video games without being bothered. All that. All that. Hey. Shouts out to the boys heading out hey. to uh, Shouts out to the boys heading out to South America, man. Arriba, arriba. Something slight. Trapping like the narco. So hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the tone for the rest of the letter now. So she said he told her <laughs> not to bother because I wasn't invited now. She said, even though that part caught me off guard, I was still cool because you know, I go on girls' trips with my homegirls all the time, so See? that's no issue. See? Mm, okay. Respect. She said, then he let me know, well, technically, it's not a guy's trip. The female friends that are part of his friend group are going as well. Oh, shit. Interesting. She said, now I have a problem. I trust my man, and I don't have a problem with him traveling with his boys without me or even them partying with women while he's away. But something about the trip being co-ed Makes me feel like I should have at least been invited He says that his best friends Just wanted to have their group there And enjoy each other's company No one is bringing their significant others What do you guys think? Should I be upset? Thank you guys for all of your hard work Keeping us entertained All the love From Tupelo Miss Mississippi I mean Um (laughs) Damn. I mean, if nobody, it's just things like if, if nobody is bringing a significant other, who are you to sit there and bring your significant other? But at the situation, I mean, if that's your wife or something, I mean, you're going to have to take the bullet and not go. But other than that, it's like, I mean. Well, do you? That, that, let's talk about this. I always wonder, right? Uh-huh. Because I get, I'm a very simplistic nigga when it comes to relationships. In my head, if I'm not. Fucking nobody, kissing nobody, doing no dumb shit I'm not supposed to do. I should be perfectly within my rights to go kick it. Now. Trust. But that's the thing. She claims that she trusts her nigga. She said it. Mm -hmm. She did say she trusts her nigga. She said it. And it don't even seem like she don't trust the girls that are going. It sounds like she just feels a way like, well, why am I not invited? I want to go to South America. Why can't I go to South America? You have that right. I mean, you're going to feel some type of way when you exclude Well, he said you weren't invited. You're going to feel some type of way. I mean, that's normal. Um, Nah, let me me be for real. Um, You could feel a way because, I mean, you know, your dude, but he did tell you exactly what it is, sounds like. He could have lied. He could have lied, but I'm saying in good faith. In good faith. In good faith, he's telling the truth. So he did communicate that with you. At that point, one or two things. I'm not telling you what you should do, but I'm saying maybe it's more optimal to be like, hey, your man's name, I feel a way about this. I just want you to know before you go, I feel like X, Y, Z. I don't want to ruin your trip. I'm not trying to ruin your trip, but I feel like this. What do you think about how I feel? Get your response and observe and act accordingly, my favorite shit. See, the young me would have... Just been like whatever with it, did what I did, or whatever, have fun. But as I get older, I realize that when you got a woman, like her happiness is very important. 
Yeah, so sometimes man. you gotta make them certain sacrifices. Facts, and, and that's why uh, she, that's the hard part about when you choose to mm-hmm. be in a relationship. One hundred percent. Now, will you get that same energy back when it's her time? Probably not. Maybe so. But you sometimes you gotta just sit there, bite the bullet, and when that situation does come, they give you the leverage to be like, "Well, shoot, I didn't go because X Y Z, or I didn't leave you because X Y Z. So I'd be damned if you leave me." I got you, and and to add to that, I feel like Reggie. I feel like both of y'all in one sense, um, because what you said make a whole lot of sense, and that's very mature. But what Reggie's saying makes sense to me too. Like I'm kind of simplistic. I'm just I'm just very optimistic, so I could hear any down to hear anybody out. I think it's okay. Okay, if we came upon agreement as whatever my friend group is, and yes, it's it's women there. Again, if I'm not fucking nobody, kissing nobody, touching nobody, and if we as a couple have established, okay, you hadn't, I haven't got caught cheating, you hadn't got caught cheating, we've been in this for however long we've been in, then I expect, you know, that trust. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I, he must expect that trust in you for him to even say some shit like that because for a man, most niggas ain't even gonna divulge that information to their lady, even the ones who's not trying to do nothing dirty just to keep their girl happy at bay to think we just chilling with the guys. That's just real shit that happens. Um, but at the same time, as the as a female, um, maybe again, it's more optimal to just communicate that and 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 say I feel like X Y Z about this and whatnot. Keep it a bean, even if you don't want him to go. Like if you really just don't want him to go, like it's okay to keep it a bean and see how he acts. If he still goes, you you go on how you really feel about how you want to how to handle that. When you talk about that situation, if it's funny to me because I look at the long run, right and you know what, making the choice is really kind of 50-50. It's not right or wrong, whatever way he chooses. But what gets me is that when a man sits here and do a mistake like this and he say he he does decide to go, when he comes back home, oh, my God, oh that nigga my is God. there. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh but when shit. women tend to do things like that and then they come back home, us as men, most of the time, we just let that shit go. We just let that shit ride. We get back to the, to the, to the regular, you know, programming. But when it's us, oh my God, boy, you gonna feel that shit for the whole if, next year. If you let him go, put it like this: if you do let him go, though, don't don't give homie attitude when he come back, especially if he just being regular. You feel me? You feel me? Because that to to me, that's just not fair. Because what Chef is talking about is some real shit too. That you know, guys in dating and and, and relationships yeah. happen. If well, if, if you well, let if you let him go without speaking your feelings and and you just let him rock and he come back home, he don't deserve he don't deserve that. To be real, <sighs> you could feel a way, and that's okay. But he don't deserve no attitude. <laughs> Reggie, take the deep breath. He about to hit you with something. Damn, we this. Y'all love getting us to talk about what relationships ish. Yeah, hey, the, the more is, that it we, is what it is. The more that we do listener letters, the more I realize that the biggest problem in most people's lives is relationships. And <sighs> all right, so I notice something that kind of is it bothers me sometimes i notice this nature that happens when when in a relationship people are expected there's this thing where it's like all your rights are kind of signed away a little bit don't do that i got my rights it's weird it's a very weird thing because i remember fuck that i remember having a conversation with a woman about a situation she was dealing with with her dude before. And 
something as simple as she was like, well, he just won't tell me X. There's something specific that she really wanted to know. And she's like, he just won't share that with me. And I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of dealing with it, this and that. You know, you're my boyfriend. You're supposed to this and that. And I was like, so I got a question. Does being your boyfriend mean that he no longer has the right to privacy? She was like, what does that have to do with anything? I was like, well, what if that's just a secret of his that he would just like to keep? Do you know, are, are you no longer able to have secrets in a relationship? And I, the reason why I brought that up is there's a lot of things that because somebody wants to be with you romantically, they forget that you're still a separate human being. You so don't dehumanize. And that's what so, happens. And that's what happens. The nature and, let, you know, also the nature of the expectation of man in a relationship is dehumanizing. Right. The whole protector provider trope, that whole thing is a dehumanizing trope. Even the idea of a lot of people post on social media saying your boyfriend's walking to the, to the door. He jingles his keys. All of a sudden she's running because she, oh, I want to go too. like, I want to ride shotgun to everywhere that you want to go. I want to do everything that you want to do. You go into the movies. I want to be at that movie too. You go into this. I want to do that too. Is it because you want to be with him or is it because you're trying to stop him? Any hoes well, being around. It depends. I think there's a mixture. Probably of, of both. It's probably both. I'll say this. It's mostly the first one where she literally wants to experience and be around you for everything. And there's a thing about that where, yes, that is beautiful, but it can suffocate a person. Yeah. And men, I know all people need their space. So I don't want to be gender specific, but definitely men need their own space when it comes to that emotional stuff. Well, we're speaking we're about more... men because in this particular situation, it's a man Co that we're talking about. Correct. And I'm, so I'm speaking to that because we men. And it's like, okay, boom, we're emotional and logical too, but we are more on the logical side. So sometimes as far as that clingy stuff that you're talking about, um, trying to be there, we, we adore that, but we do need the balance or that could lead to I mean, other things. There's just a thin line to me between secrets and being transparent. And I feel like, yeah, you can keep some secrets, but you still have to be transparent to a person, which is a part of communication to let them know, like, if it's a secret that you hold on to and you can't tell, you have to just be very transparent about the way you feel about it or maybe or how it makes you feel and explain that. Because if it's just kind of something that's just like invisible, it's going to always be a problem. Yeah, that. But there's there's also I've learned a lot of time that even in being transparent, if, if a motherfucker don't want to understand you, they won't true, understand. True. You. So there's been many times where I've very transparently explained to somebody that I'm dealing with, hey, this is how I feel about this. I'm not willing to talk to you about this because this is something that I just don't want to talk about. And that's even not enough. I just when I read situations like this, it also makes me look and I'm like, so what exactly is. It makes me reexamine what even is a, a girlfriend, what even is a wife, because it makes you at this point. It makes me look at it as maybe I just don't understand the nature of relationships, right? When I when I read these people's situations, like I look at something and in my mind, how would I handle it? Like my girl comes to me, right, and she's like, "Hey, you know, my my friends are going on this trip to such and such, da 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 da." And let's say it's a place I would like to go. Where I'm like, "Oh, I, I want to go." She's like, "Oh," huh. she's like, "Oh, babe, sorry, um, it's just the friend group that's going this and that." 
my reaction would be like, all right, cool. But that's me, right? And I notice that I'm in so far vastly of the minority that it makes me look at the nature of these types of agreements, these types mm-hmm. of like relationship agreements and be like, so at this point, is the goal, because what I see as the goal for a lot of people is, are y'all literally one? Like, you no longer have a sense of individuality at all? And then it reminds me, my mind, y'all already know I jump all over the place. It reminds me of, and let me know if y'all have seen this before. Have y'all ever heard older women speak about marriage? Let's say it's a woman who's divorced or it's a woman who's a widow, anybody who's lived through, let's say, five years, 10 years, 15 years of marriage, and they have a conversation where they talk about how at one point, quote, I lost myself. I lost track of myself. I forgot who I was. I had to relearn who I was as a person. I had to. You ever notice that that's something that like older married people, especially, you know, post-divorce they say that a lot um men and women yeah I've men had, and I've, women I've, I've, I've had those those conversations mm. where people are venting or not even venting just you know reminiscing and that's a very common phrase that you hear i think this is one of those things that cause that yes he's your partner yes he loves you yes you love him you don't have to do everything together it is okay for him to have hobbies it's okay for you to have hobbies It's okay for him to go on trips just like it's okay for you to go on trips. I understand that the nature of this one is different for you because you're like, well, it's co-ed and it is a place I would like to go. I would like for him to take me. But I also understand that nature of, look, I just want my homies here. I only wanted like my all my friends only want the friends here. Now, Mm -hmm. if you have not and this is another level level of it. Maybe your friend group is not that y'all don't get along, but you're not literally a part of that friend group. You're not one of them. Bingo. And that's lead to what I was going to say to add on to that is just it's okay for your man to have boundaries. Exactly. And he's not doing nothing out of bounds because he has boundaries, because as a woman, you would have your boundaries, your friend group damn sure gonna have their boundaries and, and shit like that. And men, real men respect that. You feel me? And as a woman is player to do that as well to respect the boundary yeah so i don't think that there's a problem with him taking that trip i i don't i understand why you would feel a way because yeah. nobody likes not being invited to something that's just natural that makes sense and especially if it's a place that sounds enticing like let's say hypothetically there's a concert to an artist that i really like my girl is like oh i'm going to this concert with a whole bunch of friends I'm like damn i want to see them live hey, i'll go too and she's like, oh, nah, babe, uh, it's for my friends and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I understand that idea of, you know, you could even feel rejection in that moment or you feel whatever. But you need to understand that that's not the point. <laughs> that's right. not what that's not what was done to you. That's not what they tried to do. Yeah. That's, not, that's not the point of what happened. The point is he's just letting it be known what was said and how the thing was set up. Let the man go about his way. If you really want a trip that bad, you say you be taking trips with your homegirls. Why don't y'all plan your own trip at another time? Not very clear. Not in no tit for tat type of way. Right. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Because I got to call that out too. Just 
you know what I'm saying? If it's really something that's on your heart like that, you really want to see that country or go to wherever it is that they're going, you know, plan that out. Do your thing. But just don't encroach on their time. Agreed. Facts, facts, facts. But uh, that's about it, man. You know, um, it's been a good episode. I'm going to go ahead and close it out here. Anybody got uh, anything they want to leave us off with? Hey, appreciate the the, li- the listeners. Appreciate the mail. Fan mail. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Miss yeah. Mississippi. Shouts out to Tupelo, Mississippi, man. Y'all checking in. That That's dope. I love I love when y'all tell us where y'all from. Please keep doing Facts. that with the with the listener letters because it lets us know, you know, what areas really fuck with us, what areas people are really listening in, man. And and that's dope. No, shout out to us, too, man, for keeping it consistent, <laughs> staying on the game. You know what I mean? Sticking the game plan, boy. It is it is definitely not easy, but we're going to go ahead and end it just about like this. Y'all already know right about this time. I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and uh, I always got to leave y'all with a good vibe. So without further ado, one. I want to be your lawyer. I really understand you. I go by the name of Reggie Days, and today I was joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. And I was also joined by... Chef, what it do, baby? Later days. I'm loving how you look in my eyes, swinging them hips when you pass. I'm visualizing my name tattooed on that ass, baby. Jump on this Harley, let's go smoke some of that Bob Marley. Sip some Bacardi, then go pull up at the after party. I think we make a perfect couple, but you think I'm trouble. Maybe that's the reason you gave me the wrong number. She got me feeling like maybe she the wrong woman. Think I'ma be chasing the chicken head, you own something. Your toes painted, head fixed all the time. And your Gucci boots the same color as mine. If you read between the lines, you can see that I want you. I bet you how you doing what you said that you won't do. Make the decision short, that good things don't last long. Your girlfriend keeps showing me that thong. Before I head home, I'ma stop at your house and blow the home. If you come outside, you know it's on. I'll let you fun. Time to time, I gotta ignore her. In order to let her know that we friends and nothing more. She loves it when I'm in town. Hate it when I'm not around. I get her and wear it down. Next door neighbors hear the sound. Pictures hitting the ground. Just enough to hold us down. I'm sticking and moving. Cruising after the third round. Just lay back, baby, and let me drive you crazy. I can make a 40-year-old feel like a young lady. I admit I fell in love with a frame. And I make her feel special. I let her call me by my government name. Her panties wet over fame. Fell in love with my chain. I wonder if I wasn't an entertainer, but she remains Surrounding me, hounding me, trying to be my own lady I'm not your boyfriend, I'm your homemade I'm gonna be Watching the 
lick her lips Or watching her walk, she hypnotized me with her hips, man I sweet talk if she like Cause all she really want is a nigga to treat her right, right Look, I'm legit now, I used to break laws Now you can reap the benefits of world tours Big house, big bins, girl, it shows Mink coats, Italian shoes, stones with no flaws You ain't got to look like a model for me to adore you All you gotta do is love me and be loyal you Don't indulge in my past, fuck what happened before you Cause of me, some honeys gon' hate you, they never saw you Come here, let me touch on you, I'll let you touch on me Put my tongue on you, you put your tongue on me Let me ride on you and you can ride on We can do it all at night, we can have a ball at night I love you. I'm